What's going on everybody? Hey, some bad news today. Some bad news. Uh, Miles Garrett tried to smoke somebody in the head last night with a helmet. Uh, also, the Houston Astros, you stealing some signs? You were stealing signs in the, the World Series? You knew when changeups were coming? What kind of punishment should be handed out to all these fellas? What is going on? Also, the Celtics quietly with a nice 9-1 record. I haven't watched them too much, but you got to be kind of excited about this squad and uh, what they're putting together there at the TD Garden. But uh, yeah, we'll get into it, guys. Here we go. hamstring my hamstring is so damn tight from this workout on three separate occasions yesterday i thought it was just gonna snap your like, hammy my hammy like it's so tight it like i i thought that it was gonna tear in half it's pain i've been dying with the the hip flexors have been bothering me a little bit that's Ooh. been my issue hey you have to get your hip stretches in eric you have to it affects the lower back. It affects everything. The doctor says. Yep. Um, so let, let's hop into this because you were pretty passionate about this whole thing last night. And surprisingly enough, I I didn't really react to this that, that much. I, I think I'm going to make you angry with a couple things that I say. Probably. Next, I'm definitely going to make you a little mad. But it's okay. What's, uh, I mean, what's your knee-jerk off reaction here? Um. So the initial hit from Miles Garrett, because you can't just take the isolated incident of Miles Garrett swinging his helmet, swinging Mason Rudolph's helmet at Mason Rudolph. Now, in some cases, I guess you can because that's a you just can't do that. Miles Garrett goes and hits Mason Rudolph, right? Looks pretty okay. Miles Garrett takes him to the ground. Mason Rudolph tries to take off Miles Garrett's helmet, fails. Miles Garrett takes off his helmet, and then it should be over. That's when the situation should die down, right? Mason Rudolph starts chirping at Miles Garrett. Still, situation should die down. You shouldn't. So you're up 21 to seven Thursday night football for the Cleveland Browns, who are struggling right now. You should you should have the wherewithal to be like, that's it, game over. Like, let's just walk away from this thing. But no, Miles Garrett takes a swing and strikes Mason Rudolph like Zeus throwing a lightning bolt onto the earth. Like it was it. Like I couldn't believe it. He took a swing and he fucking hit Mason Rudolph. He hit him in the head. It was insane. Dude, and uh, the funny thing is there was a video last night. I don't know who posted it, but it was these kids swinging a helmet onto a wooden chair, and the wooden chair yeah. just smashed. Those helmets are heavy, and they are they hurt, man. That, that's I a mean, weapon right there. Yeah, he's got the speed revo. Like, it's, it's supposed to be lighter, so that way when you're making contact, you're not just running into another brick wall. But, I mean, dude, you're swinging. I remember one time when I was in college, we had this kid – who uh he played outside backer for us he was he was a hothead he was kind of a fuck um decent football player though and uh he got into a fight with somebody and i remember it was like oh okay like it's a little scuffle it's okay and then he fucking took the kid's helmet off and swung at him and shit escalated quickly because i mean now now you're like yo if you make contact with that if you make contact with that kid's face swinging that helmet you're you're gonna jack that kid's face up that's assault, I mean, that, brother. That's, that's assault. assault, brother. That's <laughs> that's one of my favorite things on Twitter right now. It's just the and everybody's tweeting it, but like it's still funny to me every time I see it. Is like the swing in the helmet. Like that's assault, brother. I don't know why. It's oh, there's there's a clip they put together with that. 
with the that's no, song, brother. I didn't. No, no, no. It was just people like captioning it, which oh, I still I think is funny because I'm a simpleton like that. Um, no, but like it, it escalates. So like, and people are trying to chirp at Marquise Pouncey, their center. Uh, dude, I would do the exact same thing. He starts throwing blows. He try, starts trying to kick him when he's down. I, I would do the exact same thing. Did you just uh, drop that? What is that? Is that you? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you could drop emojis in Skype. Damn. So now for uh, visuals on our on our podcast visuals, I can add some emojis to it. Your favorite nice. things while yeah, you're talking. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Now you're really going to fucking set me off. Is that what you were planning on? No. Dude, the one thing, I, I was not really surprised when this happened because, uh, I, I mean, this has happened before. What, in uh, college it happened when we were kids? Miami, maybe? Was it Miami? Oh, yeah. Miami that, and... that was intense. That was the that most was intense a, thing I've ever seen. But I don't know. Brawl. The one thing, you know, I, I, I didn't play football for a long time, but I do remember in scuffles, there's nothing like there's nothing that'll give you an adrenaline dump like somebody ripping at your face mask and dragging you to the ground. And the one thing about yeah, it it should have ended after what's his name Miles Ru- is it Miles Rudolph? Why do I keep smiling? Miles Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. Mason <laughs> Miles. You're doing Miles great. Rudolph. You're doing great, Eric. Go get there. Um. So here here's the one thing is. Rudolph acted like a bitch from from the beginning there to try to rip off his helmet like that. That's an immediate adrenaline dump to an absolute animal. That's the one thing. And also uh, Mason Rudolph is somebody who I don't know, kind of comes off like a frat guy. You know, I, I oh, think for they, sure. you, you want to wring his neck out once in a while. But, yeah, there's no excuse to swing your helmet. But all I'm saying is that if I were in that scenario, I've had my helmet try to get rip off, ripped off before. I haven't had an adrenaline dump like that ever in my entire life. I can't guarantee that if I was looking at the dude, if I wouldn't have swung the helmet. There's like a 2% chance, probably less. But uh, I don't know. In the alternate universe, maybe I would swing that helmet. Okay, so 2% chance that you would swing the helmet. Yeah. Yeah, see, like. Probably less. Probably less. You just don't do that, though. Like, and this is the thing that I don't understand is, like, it should be once Miles Garrett takes Mason Rudolph's helmet off, you can see this, like, really quick period of, like, okay, it's over. And Mason Rudolph goes and I guess he does kind of instigate because he goes and he starts chirping at Miles Garrett. But still, dude, you should know to not swing. Like, swinging a helmet, it's it's assault. It's assault, brother. We talked about this, you know? (laughs) And, like, as much as it's funny, but straight up, you're trying to swing at this dude's face with his own helmet. And like I said before, if you connect on that, that's – Mason Rudolph might not even play football again. If he connects, like, and gets a clean shot, Mason Rudolph's face is jacked. It was a decent – he did get a decent chunk of his head, too. And you're talking about – Right on top of his head. You're talking about the dude who just had a really bad concussion issue, what, like four weeks ago? And he got carried off the – his face mask oh, and stuff. Man, I forgot yeah. about that. He got smoked on that play. He's just getting over a back concussion. So, yeah. I don't it, know. It was it was super bush league of Miles Garrett. And the thing is that like I like Miles Garrett. I'm not trying to rip on Miles Garrett or the Browns. I was happy to see the Browns win. They needed that as a team. And this whole thing takes away from the Browns actually winning a football game, which is so Cleveland. It's hysterical. But you have to like if you're a professional football player, you have to understand that I can't just go. You can't do you can't let your emotions get the better of you like that. And it's it's just 
it's Bush League. I'm sorry. Like, it's it's unprofessional. He should be suspended for the rest of the year, hands down, without a question. Oh, shit. Breaking news. Breaking, Breaking news here. Miles uh, Garrett suspended indefinitely after helmet swing. Two other players punished. Oh. What does that even well, mean when they say indefinitely? It just means it an means, undetermined amount of time. Yeah, it's basically like, yeah, you're, you're, I was going to say, I was trying to say something funny, but I can't think like that right now. Um, no, the dumbest thing, before you move on to your point, people need to stop saying that's Bush League in a serious manner because every time somebody says that and tries to explain, I, like I think of Anchorman. Because doesn't he say that in that movie? That's Bush. <laughs> that's Bush you League. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's why people say it. Um, no, he, uh, yeah, suspended definitely is just he's suspended until further notice, which is which sounds about right. He'll probably get suspended till the rest of the year. They'll relook at the case and reinstate him, but. Um, I don't know. Miles Garrett, I always thought was like a kind of like a calmer Vaughn Miller type, but he also like punched some dude in the face earlier this year. And then he punched Delaney Walker in the face in week one. And then he did something in week two that was like, Hey, that's a little, that's a red flag. And then the helmet thing is, you know, just building on top of that. The one thing I do want to say though, is like Marquise Pouncey. And I can't remember who the other, who the other offensive lineman was. Um, they're probably going to get punished, 100%. But the amount of respect that you earn for sticking up for your cue like that, which is something that you should do. Like, let's be clear. It's not like he did something out of the ordinary. But I just love the fact that he started feeding Miles Garrett shots, even with his helmet on. And then he tried to kick him. Like, that's, I mean, that shit got serious fast, you know? It's crazy. And it's not like the thing is, is that it's not like it's average humans like you and me trying to throw blows at each other. This is like professional athletes on a world scale, world class level, you know, and Dude, that's, that's another thing about those. Miles Garrett swinging that damn helmet is people talk about Mike Tyson's punch, how it was equivalent to like being hit with a baseball bat. Miles Garrett yeah. was the number one overall pick. That's a big ass human swinging a swinging a hammer at somebody's yeah. head. <laughs> Dude, we saw, we saw that little frat kid break a chair with the helmet. Can you imagine if Miles Garrett would disintegrate the chair? It'd be like Thanos snapping his fingers. If he made contact, <laughs> yeah. it's insane. It was, uh, I mean, I don't know why when I saw that, I just wasn't surprised I, at that happening. It's not, it just wasn't surprising to me. I'm not saying I wasn't like outraged, but I was like, oh yeah, look, seems about right. You're watching a Cleveland yeah. Browns game. That's probably what, it's like going AC to prison North. and you're watching a Browns game. You're like, oh yeah, it's, it's probably something that happens in hey, prison. it's the dog so. pound, baby. <laughs> We're not responsible for what happens in the dog pound. But uh, I think the funny thing is everybody's on the same page except for uh, apparently you being on Twitter last night and catching some of your favorites Whoa. here. Yeah, big uh, time Whoa from a couple of people on Twitter. I want to hear your thoughts on this. I don't know where – I don't even know what they mean by this. Pro football talk. Colin Kaepernick – this is what they said on the tweet. Um, yeah. Colin Kaepernick I, forfeited his NFL career for engaging in peaceful protests. Should Miles Garrett forfeit his NFL career for engaging in behavior – that could have seriously injured or killed Mason Rudolph. What what do they even mean by that? No, it's just so that's Mike Florio being a absolute douche and being like, oh, let's compare this to Colin Kaepernick since he's a hot topic right now. It's just an absolute idiocy from Mike Florio, who also came after Kyle Van Noy earlier this year. I like the dude's just so hot and cold on Twitter. Sometimes I read his shit and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then other times he tweets stuff like this and it's like, Dude, did some fifth grader who's been hot on Twitter and saw Kaepernick in the trending thing get your phone, you clown? Why are you tweeting about this? Just an <laughs> I, idiot. I don't – like when I see these tweets, I really try to figure out 
if this is just a tactical thing from a media professional because I like why like there's not even any parallels there at all. None. Even a little Zero. bit. But it's Zero. such a you know how many like retweet or quote retweets this is going to get with people being outraged and just going to get more eyeballs on his shit. Or he's that dumb to, I don't right. know, maybe he was that angry at Miles Garrett last night, or maybe, I don't know what I mean, society stands it's up just, with, But It's just so indicative of the media today. That's just, they, they don't care about the substance of what they're tweeting or the context of it. They literally are just like, what's going to drive clicks and views? Like, that's it. And that's all this is. I mean, dude, you talk about it all the time when you post fucking Rob Parker on Twitter or Max Kellerman or Nick Wright, any of those idiots. And you're like, it, my the clicks for those videos are through the roof. You saw that story that I posted of uh, it had all my top posts from the past year. Yeah. And two, two of yeah, them were exactly. just Max Kellerman saying dumb shit. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. But I think I think Josina Anderson, I think she actually means this. Uh, here, here's so her tweet, tweet was deleted. That tweet was deleted, by the way. I didn't tell you that as well. That tweet was oh, deleted. Oh, caught it? A couple of, yeah. No, no, no. Somebody else caught it and tweeted it, and then I took the picture. I can't take responsibility for that. I'd love to. That'd be sweet. Maybe right, I should. Yeah, you should. So Cam got this screenshot and got it before it was deleted. <laughs> uh, here's what Justine Anderson said. I would bet Miles Garrett will say he heard Mason Rudolph call him something egregious. Is that how you say that word? Yeah. Egregious. Egregious, yeah. Never. All right, I'm going to restart that because I'm going to make this a clip <laughs> on social media. Yeah. I bet Miles Garrett will say he heard Mason Rudolph call him something egregious. Never seen Garrett act like that ever. Your thoughts, Cam, on that? I mean, we have, though. We saw him punch Delaney Walker in the face in week one. He also did something similar in week two. I like the dude just loses his cool, and then Justina Anderson, who I believe is. One of the people on uh, like an NFL live show, I think yeah. that's her. Um, and she like she just tries to race bait. Like that's all this is. And it's like, dude, seriously, like, can we, like, it, and in her defense, I don't know if she's if she. I guess she's in, she's not saying anything racial, but she's implying with that. You know exactly what she's implying. Yeah, you know, and it's like. It's just a shame. It's like, and like, you think about the entirety of it and you think about, oh, this is an ESPN employee and we know this is going to get brought up on ESPN today when they start doing their coverage of it. And it's just like, this is what the worldwide quote unquote worldwide leader in sports is like going to now. As soon as we see something like this, we immediately go to the race card. Like it's not maybe the fact that tempers just flared and Mason Rudolph and miles Garrett were going at it. Mason also earlier in the game, the Browns uh, knocked that dude out. The Steelers receiver that threw that deep ball on the sidelines and that safety came over the top. His ear was leveled dude leveled that dude for no reason, no reason. No he's bleeding out of he's bleeding out of his ear. Yeah, it's like so something I, out of a movie. So for those of you who have played any sort of sports, which I'm pretty much not sold that anybody at ESPN has unless they're in a retired NFL football player. Like when something like that happens, it doesn't matter if it's baseball and pitcher throws at your at your at your guy. If it's football and there's a little bit of cheap shots going on, anything like that's going to up the intensity by a thousand. Combine that with the fact that one team's losing by two scores, right? It's yeah. a divisional battle. These guys hate each other already. They have to play each other twice a year. Stuff like this is going to happen, right? Not to this level all the time, but stuff like this is going to happen. So yeah. I just I just thought it was a, a classless tweet from her. Um, obviously, she's just she's just fishing for views and clicks, just like Florio. 
It's just embarrassing. I don't, I don't know if she was fishing for views and clicks. I don't even well, know. She, I think I think she was just implying that Mason Rudolph said something messed up to him. And who know, I mean, maybe, but at the same time, it's like. I don't know. Can you can you swing a helmet at somebody's head because he said something? I mean, I don't know. There's no way he even had time to even say something that intense. There no, really I mean, there, I mean, you know, there was, a, there was like a scu- there was a scuffle, man. There was probably a couple of f bombs dropped, and shit just escalated. That's what happens, man. It's football, dude. All, all that happened here was the Steelers were in a game where they're on a, they're riding a hot streak, and it, they were in a game where I know they weren't favored, and they lost a couple really good players. They lost Connor, and they lost Juju. This is yeah. a game that you still should have won, even though the Browns have been underperforming and they've been starting to heat up a little bit. Steelers need to win. They need to keep winning to stay in the Absolutely. playoff hunt. I agree. And, I agree. Uh, and Rudolph legit played a terrible game. Uh, Miles Garrett rolled over him. I don't think Miles Garrett did anything wrong on that play. I don't. I think he. I think he thought that uh, Rudolph still had the ball and he was just trying to bring him down. And he kind of hung on to him for a little bit too long. And Rudolph was just so frustrated that he just wanted to rip his helmet off. And that's you know when I lose, I, I do stupid shit too. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there was a lot of frustration into it. Absolutely. I mean, you bring up a good point. Like, there's, it wasn't just a Thursday night football game. This is, you know, midway through the season. There's playoff implications. Like we said, divisional opponent. You kind of have to win this game to stay alive, and you're not. And on top of that, Mason Rudolph throws four picks, which you you know is going to bug him. It's going to bug any quarterback. Um, I know he had four. He had four. Dude, he threw. I think pretty sure he threw four picks last night. Damn. Um. So, I mean, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that that goes into this, you know, I, I just, I, that tweet in general, I thought was just ridiculous is idiotic. So stupid, yeah. stupid tweet. There's definitely a reason why she deleted it, but, um, all right. So we have one more ridiculous tweet coming out. Uh, so it was some random guy saying, but not going to so, comment on Pouncey kicking and throwing haymakers on a dude laying right. down. Come on, man. And I think you already touched on this a little bit. And TJ Lang said, what would you want your O-line to do if somebody hit 12 in the freaking head with his helmet? Is he is he referring to Tom Brady or is he referring to Aaron Rodgers? It's I honestly I don't know which one. I just I saw that matter. interaction. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, though, is people acting like this. This situation would be handled so much differently if it was Brady. Like, I, I just think it's so stupid. It's like, no, a, it doesn't even matter if it's a quarterback or not. The dude swung his helmet at somebody. It doesn't matter who it is. Your teammates are going to stand up for him. Yeah. Know? Unless the dude is just a bad person in the locker room. But what do they, what do they mean the situation is going to be handled differently? I mean, the guy's still going to get suspended for the rest of the year. I don't know what they're referring to in that regard. They're, they're, I think that they're trying to imply that if it was whichever 12 they're talking about, whether it be, you know, Brady or Rogers or whatever other 12s are in the league, that it would be handled differently because they're superstars or because they're, you know, primetime quarterbacks where it's like, doesn't, that doesn't matter. You know, I think, uh, Hank from Barstool had a, did you send me that tweet or did I just see it on Twitter? So somebody had written, if this was Tom Brady, uh, this guy would have been arrested already, and Tank uh, quote retweeted it and said, "I would be arrested already at this point too if it was Tom Brady." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's genius." Um, Good old yeah, Hank. So I don't have too much more to add to this. I think everybody's kind of on the same page. I think you're going to be surprised to see some of the ESPN segments because everybody's saying the same thing too. Uh, there's really no, it, on the other side. 
Yeah, no, and like most of that was kind of the. I guess that was one of the other things that I that I should say after I just go and rip through ESPN, and now I give them the benefit of the doubt because there were a lot of people who were like, "Yo, you can't do that. That's not cool." Um, and a lot of I'm sure that a lot of those that's going to be the message uh, portrayed on ESPN today. Um, but I don't know. I just saw that. What I don't even remember her name. Just just Josina something. I don't Josina. know. Josina. I was going to say Josiah, Josina Anderson or something like that. I'm sure that that's what um, she'll eventually end up at. But I also, I don't know. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and I think, dude, whenever ESPN has has a story like this, they don't have to really do anything extra to get more eyeballs on it. This is going to be a yeah. raging story for the rest of the, for the next couple of days. And any day where they don't have to discuss is, is MJ better than LeBron, or vice versa. Oh, they're God. probably yeah. pretty pumped. So they're happy yeah, that somebody got hit in the head with a helmet, yeah. most likely. Um, <laughs> so they're pretty stoked about it. They're pretty pumped about someone getting smoked. They just uh, walk into the meeting that morning, their briefing meeting is like, hey, guys, it happened. We don't have to talk about it today. Throw it out. Throw it out. We don't need to talk about MJ and LeBron. They're like, wait, was he was he injured? He wasn't. He wasn't. Okay, cool. No, we're good. Let's run it. Run the story. Run the story. <laughs> They probably uh, they probably had an earpiece in in uh, Rudolph's ear saying, "Hey, yeah. you know, try to rip his fucking helmet off at this yeah. point. Try to get him going. Yeah. <laughs> Just stoking the fire. You've thrown four picks tonight. You fucking suck. Rip his helmet off. Do it. It's it's Stephen A. in his earpiece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, um, all right. Next next topic is we got the Celtics. So you wanted to talk a little bit about the Celtics. We're not big NBA guys no. at all. But uh, why do why, so you you don't like the NBA, but you really like the Celtics? No, hate the NBA, love the Celtics. Um, it's really weird. It puts me in a really weird pickle because the Celtics are like eight and one, nine and one right now, running through teams. We own the East basically. Little, the East uh, is ours. We no, that was the Bruins. The yeah. Run. yeah, the Bruins. The Bruins are uh, the Bruins dropped. They were up four nothing at home to the Panthers and lost five to four. I mean, the hook Mike promised the video, so I'll be waiting. He's I, been promising me videos video. for months now, years now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the Celtics put me in a pickle, man. Like I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and pop off about NBA stuff because I honestly don't know ball movement. I know when I see good ball movement because the ball doesn't touch the floor and they just kind of pass around the three point line and someone gets open. Um, but yeah, dude, that that Kemba Walker guy's pretty good. So yeah. that's cool. Gordon Hayward messed up his hand. He broke his hand. That's tough. Uh, yeah. Marcus Smart, love that guy. Jalen Brown's playing well, I guess. Uh, Gordon Hayward shouldn't be out for that long. A broken hand shouldn't be that bad, right? Six they weeks. They said they said he'll be back by Christmas. What? So, really? Okay. Yeah. Six yeah. Weeks. That, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Medical right doctor. Yeah. You know. Wait, who? Me or you? Me. Oh yeah, no, that was a good call by you. I was gonna say, Jesus. Dude, the um, funny thing is, is uh, and now it's it's kind of good to see Kyrie blowing games too. Not that I, I put oh, that pick yeah. out there yesterday, seven and a half. I thought the Nets were gonna cover. Nets controlled that game the whole oh, time. The Man down. Yeah, Nets sorry, controlled yeah. that game for the, I mean, like three and a half quarters, and they lost by eight instead of seven and a half. I thought they were gonna cover, and it was Kyrie just blowing that whole game. Who were they playing? Um, oh, fuck. Sorry, man. Really put you on the spot. It was a good. It was a good squad. Yeah, Denver. Denver won oh, by eight points. Denver? Yeah, Denver's good. Denver is good. But, but yeah, no, the Celtics put me in a pickle because I don't like the NBA. 
I mm. hate the NBA. Softest league in America. Yeah. Soccer, soccer. There's NBA at one. Major League Soccer at two. But the Celtics put me in such a pickle because I don't like the NBA, but I really want to watch the Celtics. So I don't know what to do. I'm probably just going to start watching the Celtics and then, I don't know, hopefully they don't tail off, but they'll probably tail off and then I'll be like, the NBA sucks anyway. I don't even care. Dude, shower thoughts that I was having the other day about, I always, I always think about just how much I hate the NBA when I'm in the shower once in a while. And I was thinking about how just start punching the walls and (laughs) just how irrelevant it it started off with uh, the MVP thing about the major leagues. And I never I never even care who the MVP for any league is when Tom Brady wins an MVP. I really do not care. I don't know about you, but I I see a pop up on my timeline. I'm like, that means nothing. It's a bunch of writers just telling us who they think is the best. I don't need you to tell me anything. Old man, boomer writers. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can, I can form my own thoughts. Thank you very much. But the NBA, I like, I always think about James Harden, how he only plays one side of the floor. And then also he pads his stats. He's super selfish player. And then he's always in the conversation for MVP. And, uh, yeah, I think that's NBA in a nutshell right there. And that's kind of why I don't like the NBA, but the Celtics piggyback on what you're saying. They're, they're a team. I mean, they're, they're a basketball team. They don't travel all the time. They care about winning. And uh, they play both sides of the floor. That's why I love the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I feel like they're a little bit grittier. And you mentioned, I don't know if it was during the podcast or uh, we'll call it pre-show because we're professionals. Yeah. Um, you know, like the 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 culture kind of that KG and Paul Pierce, I don't know that they created, but they kind of brought in when those two got together. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of carried on, especially with a coach like Brad Stevens. Um, so it's just, it's cool to watch some, a team that you don't look at and you're like, Oh, they're not super selfish. They have a guy like Kemba back there who you like. And like earlier in the season, um, Jalen Brown, like apologized for shooting during one of Kemba's hot streaks, which is like the biggest NBA statement of all time. And Kemba was like, what are you talking about? It's okay. Like take a shot. Um, so I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, it's cool to see a team that's like, it's, it has that team mentality. Like you said, they play both sides of the floor and like, they play well and they're winning. That makes me happy. So I don't know. I'll, I'll keep an eye on the Celtics. Uh, Celtics insider Cam Siano here for you. Same, but uh, I think that's plenty of NBA talk for today. But that's, we'll, yeah, that's enough. Let's I'm wait till we little, approach the. Uh, I'm feeling a little spacey right now. I'm a little <laughs> not. Um. All right. What else do we got? We we got right. the. Uh, we got We have to. We have to touch on this Astros thing with you being okay. a baseball guy. We yeah. have to touch on this Astros thing. So. Everybody knows about right now for those because I know like my dad may or may not listen to the podcast and he probably doesn't know what's going on. Um, Astros were having live video feeds into their dugout. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Video feeds into their dugout. And every time there was an off speed pitch, they would make a like a loud noise in the dugout to let the uh, to let the batter know that, hey, like off speed pitch is coming and they're just crushing O2 off speed pitches. So, like, what's did you like that? That was my baseball talk for the day. Um, like, run me through that. Uh, you as a baseball guy, like, how much of an advantage does that give you? So, I mean, baseball is kind of funny because you do try to find edges as much as you can. Even in college, if we could steal signs, it's, it's all kosher if, if somebody's doing it with their eyeballs. 
Um, right. there's, there's other small things that we would do. I would pick seams at third base. So we, when we would throw the ball around the horn after a strikeout, I'd pick some seams a little bit, toss back to the pitcher, makes the ball curve a little bit more. Some of our pitchers, some of our pitchers would wear a little bit more hair gel in their hair and just grab the hair gel a little bit. So a little bit spitball movement, which is illegal. Okay. Um, pine tar is pretty rampant for a lot of pitchers happens more often than you think, but it's the problem of introducing in-game technology. And it's just, that is kind of sickening to a lot of people because I think baseball is definitely the sport where cheat, not cheating, but if it's done with your eyes and there's small things that you can do, it's almost universally accepted. That's why when the Yankees pitcher got caught with pine tar, I was like, yeah, he's just, he was just way too visual with it. It was all over his hands. That guy's just an idiot. But that's, I mean, once technology's involved, uh, it's a problem. The, the only other issue that I have with this is the, the connections with the Patriots with their video cameras for practice. So I would like to hear your correlations with, with that. Well, I didn't think that the video cameras before practice was like a real thing. I thought that was all just like Marshall Falk being butthurt that they lost the Super Bowl. That's that's what I thought. I, I didn't know that that was like a proven like, yeah, they lost draft picks because of it. Um, completely like the thing is, is like it, football is a little bit the same as baseball. It's like if you think that all the coaches are like, oh, they're signaling their defense, shield your eyes. Don't look like when your boy's picking a play in Madden. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm not looking because I'm being – no, that's not true. Like, I, I always am trying to pick signs. And yep. if you're dumb enough as a coach to only have one guy signaling, then I'm going to pick your sign. I'm sorry. It's not hard to do. It's not hard to figure out. We did it in college too. Everybody does it, right? It's like, okay, when, they, when they're doing a swinging motion, that's power for them. So guess what? Every time you do a baseball swing motion with your sign, I'm going to scream power to the defense so they know what's going on. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a little bit of the same like that. And people who want to act like uh, the biggest thing that I can't stand is the, the uh, relation to Spygate that they're trying to bring up. And it's like, dude, Spygate was first off, it was completely legal, but they were, what they were doing was legal on the sidelines, not legal up where they were filming. You know what I mean? And yeah. so like when you, when you bring that into it, it's like, okay, so legal from down here, not legal from upstairs. Goodell sent out a email earlier in the week saying that if you're not allowed to do it, Belichick was like, fuck you. It's part of the game. I'm going to do it. And so Belichick was made the scapegoat because of it. And so people, um, I don't know if people do it anymore. I don't know if they like check for stuff like that, but um, it's just ridiculous. The fact that people want to make this again about new England is insane. My question for you back to the baseball part of it is what, what is the, the repercussions of this? Like how, what are you going to do to the Astros? Cause it's not like draft picks are, are as relevant in baseball as they are in football. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's, how, I mean, there's, do this? there's kind of nothing that you could really do. I mean, you can't really, you That's can't, what I was thinking. you can't get, you can't uh, dismiss those world series title. I don't know. Actually, I don't know, man, dude, if you're tipping pitches and it's that instantaneous, to know that a changeup is coming or to know what pitch is coming is massive, dude. It's like if you ever faced a really hard slider, like a 90-mile-an-hour slider, or not a slider, uh, uh, a split finger, that's a pitch that's the difference is is that thing just falls off the table at the last second. If you know it's coming or if you know a changeup is coming, that's, that's humongous, dude. I, I don't know what else to really compare it to in other sports. Um you're just like waiting on it, right? Like mentally, you're like, I know what this pitch looks like. I know what it's going to feel like. I know where to, you know what I mean? Kind of track it. Is it just like, 
Is it like getting the answers to a multiple choice test and you're like, okay, well, it's probably going to be D on this one. Like, I don't know. Is it kind of like, that yeah, like- I mean, I mean, everything, everything with facing those types of pitches and those types of pitchers, especially in the world series where they're throwing that hard. And like the discrepancies between pitches are so massive. Talking about some of those dudes throwing upper nineties and throwing a changeup That's maybe mid eighties, upper eighties is insane. I mean, the only thing that I can kind of compare it to is maybe a penalty kick in soccer and somebody telling you where a guy is going to jump. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's, I think that's even, that's more intense. But there's nothing really to compare to it. But that's, I mean, it's it's massive, dude. It's it's way more than whatever people want to accuse the Patriots of with, with Spygate. Uh, I mean, to know a changeup is coming and you can just keep your hands up and slap it to the other side of the field and, and not be fooled is, I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole game of baseball. That's everything. Yeah. You so, know? like, my question is, like, in, in football, like, you still – football is just different. You can't compare – it's it's not the same comparison because it's like, oh, we – like, first off, pre-snap, you can kind of see what they're going to be in, right? You know, okay, it's too high, it's one high, right, cover zero. You know what it's going to be. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. that kind of takes away from the football side of it. And then on top of the football side of it, you still have to actually – read it post snap and then make the, make the throw, right? Yeah. Make the block. You still have to do that in baseball. Obviously you still have to swing the bat, but is it easier almost in baseball to like make connection with an off speed pitch? If you know, it's going to be off speed. Like it, that, yeah. it sounds stupid saying it, but it's like, that's kind of what it boils down to. Right. Yeah, I dude. It's uh I mean, that's, that's all hitting is, is trying to recognize the pitch. That That's really all it is. If you know yeah, what's coming, yeah. it's uh, all of a sudden you're talking about looking for things in a certain place at a certain time. It's, I don't know. It's, I guess it's hard to explain, but yeah, it's, it's a humongous advantage. It's, that's the game of baseball is a pitcher versus a, a hitter. That's the whole game. Of course, I mean, yeah. it's defense and shit, but um yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. The only thing that I, I think about with the correlation with the Patriots uh, Spygate and this whole thing is I, I do think this the Spygate thing was, in a sense, one of those things that are kind of accepted because for such a long time, they've been even back in the 50s, they would send people to each other's practices and watch the practices from over the fence and stuff. You hear about all those stories yeah. and stuff. There have been oh, yeah. other other teams that have been filming, but of course, is the Patriots, so they're going to hone in on that. There's nothing accepted about the the Houston Astros taking these signs and in real almost oh. almost in real time. There's there's nobody right. who's going to play baseball that's going to say, you know, it's like the pine tar thing, like you motherfucker, but everybody else is doing it. It's like nobody else is yeah. doing it. Yeah, so that's 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 kind of what I was thinking too. Is that it's not necessarily like the fact that they were doing it is definitely part of it, but it's how they were doing it. I think that it's that makes this so much worse. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like how like how they were doing it, and the fact that you're using technology. Like, were they just like bringing in the feed from whatever local station they were playing and just checking out the signs? Is that what they were doing? I mean, so the- like, how do you? The local feed is delayed by for for too long, so they weren't using a local so, feed at all. Damn, so they were they were planting like, they're planting their own shit. So there's a lot of people involved in this. I think wow. where you get a lot of answers from this is seeing the reactions from other players, but also hearing the hearing just silence from the Astros players because there's a lot of uh, Marcus yeah, Stroman retwe- he retweeted a video true, yeah. saying this is so messed up. If somebody got caught with pine tar or if somebody third baseman got caught picking seams like I used to in college, nobody would comment on it because it's like 
everybody does that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why this is like, it, it's, it's sad too, because yeah. maybe they will vacate the world series, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you, how do you punish a team for this? Like the punishment for this is going to be massive. And it's not like the NFL where you can be like, Hey, your next three years of first rounders are gone, dude. You're, you're giving that up. Like you, which makes me think of, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to find the shit out of them or you're going to take away championships and they only won one. So what are you going to take that one? You know what I mean? It's just like, and the thing that the other thing that really sucks about it is that like the, what that world series meant to the city of Houston at that point, right. Where they just had the floods, people's houses were getting destroyed. You had so much like that world series. I remember watching it being like, Oh, well, you know what? I'm happy for Houston to win it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the yeah. fact that that's kind of the route that they went to get there is insane. And it's sad. It really is. It's really sad. The other thing is Clayton Kershaw. I, I, I just kind of want to bridge this really quick. And you tell me if there's any substance to it. Kershaw definitely has had the playoff woes, but I feel like the major playoff woes kind of started in that World Series where he was getting rocked, and like his playoff career path has just like stumbled downhill since then, just yeah. rolled downhill. Do you think he's like, oh shit? You know what I mean? Like him as a pitcher, maybe some of his because like he's a big off speed guy, right? Like I yeah. know that he's got that insane curveball. Like, do you think that he's like, oh shit, that's like, that's kind of where this thing hit its pinnacle and it's been all downhill from there. Do you think that he almost feels some validation from this or some justification almost? I think him and a lot of other players definitely do. I think you, like I said, with the the retweets and stuff, I think, I think a lot of Yankees players are going to be pretty, yeah, pretty pissed too. off about this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you can't underplay. I mean, that's that's the whole game. Like I said, I can't really think of anything else that's that's comparable, other than that soccer analogy. But Clayton Kershaw, he he's been across the board pretty bad in, in playoffs. So? Yeah, he he's not gonna he's not gonna draw from that too much. But uh, even though he did have bad moments against the Astros, uh, but you know you know what's also weird is you heard a couple times during the World Series is they think this pitcher is tipping his pitches. So what they mean by that is like arm angle or the way that he holds the ball is uh, you'll start to notice that when some pitchers get nervous, they'll start to change their arm angle and you'll know that they're going to start to put spin on it. So it's almost like knowing the pitch is coming and yeah. it's a different, it's a different tipping pitches when you get a camera behind him. So yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, it was really sad because this is like a next level of, of cheating the game, but um they're not. I don't I mean, think like, they're going to stick with the World Series. Uh, I think they're just going to basically just say you're. This is going to be tarnished forever, just like a, almost like a steroid guy. Like yeah. you're, you're not going to be recognized for that World Series, but you can have it. I think it's going to be like that. Um, the other th- question that I had is kind of say you know obviously sometimes when you're in the majors or you're in a sport and someone snitches because basically it was a snitch right by the fires guy. He kind of snitched on this whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what what do you is think? He, like he, you think he's going to be looked down upon with other players? Th- that's my question to you. Are people, are pl- other players going to be like, yo, we can't, we can't even trust this guy. He snitched on his old team that he won a world series with, or are people going to be like, Hey, you did the right thing. Yeah. I, everybody's going to think he did, he did the right thing because like I okay. said, this is, <clears throat> it's not an accepted part of the game at all. <clears throat> um, I wonder, I wonder why he came out. Like what even, you know what I mean? Like how did he, even be it's, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this like right now. 
it's got to feel so cheap winning a World Series like that. What's up, everybody? Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Couch Coaches. Dennis, thank you as well. Appreciate it. Um, If you could like and subscribe wherever you're listening, maybe write a review. We would really, really appreciate that. Otherwise, uh, Patriots and Eagles coming up this weekend. We we didn't even cover that in this this podcast. There's too much going on. There's people getting hit in the head with helmets. Okay? But uh, thanks for listening.